0: Funkhouse, week seven. We got a great show for you today. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, As always, got Maddie Funkhauser, my boy, Double Jerry. Jerry, how are we feeling this evening? Feeling good.
1: Uh, Season, the year continues to fly by. Yeah,
0: it's It's crazy. crazy.
1: Heading into week seven. Uh, It's going to be crazy this week. A lot of buys, a lot of injuries, a lot of stuff happened.
0: Bad buy week for me. Yeah, we'll definitely get get into that. bad Bad one for me. You know, it's we're at the point where you get into that groove of football most days and then that's that dark spot of Tuesday and Wednesday where you just don't have nothing. You got nothing except refreshing that news column to see if you see anything new, um, see if you can jump on a guy, obviously waiver's clear this morning. Very special guests in the house tonight. Supposed to have a double header of the brothers Lachlan, but Scheduling snafu, we are joined by Sean Benet Ramsey. Sean, how are we doing?
2: Doing good, guys. Thanks for having me tonight.
0: We appreciate Happy you. Appreciate Thanks you coming man. on. Uh, Sean, very well-respected manager in the Dub League. Still looking for that elusive first title. It's probably not going to happen this year, Sean. I'm, I'm not going to get personal, but uh, you've had uh, you know rough string of injuries just, just some bad luck all around, uh, which was kind of my story for the last four or five years, so I feel your pain there.
2: It, it happens. Yeah. That's, uh, part of it. It's
0: part of it. It is. So this past week, not a very good week for me. I haven't had a good week in a while. Um, I went two and five, but the two wins that I got were in big matchups that I kind of needed them. So that was good. Staying atop the double, actually jumping into first in the double league. So that one's hard. You can't afford a loss any week there, regardless of what spot you're in. Uh, I had a couple close losses that hurt in Crook League and in the Fantasy is Reality Keeper League. I decided, and we'll talk about my smash of the week at quarterback last week, Geno Smith. I plugged him in over Joe Burrow, and that was... What cost me the week? So I lost by six points. Burrow had like 42 in the scoring in that league, and Gino had like 13. So <laughs> it was a tough one. Uh, Sean, how'd you do? You sit here in two leagues?
2: Yeah, I actually went 2 0. Nice. Um, this past week. So very a big jolt for me. Uh, we know what one of those wins was. So first in the Dub League this year, <laughs> about the year. But. Couldn't it come uh, against... League, had, yeah, I, it was a good win against him. Uh, I call him my arch nemesis for a reason.
0: <laughs> I think he's most people's arch nemesis in that league. I know I enjoy seeing him lose regardless of what league. It is the infamous chocolatier that has promised to come on the show multiple times and is afraid of his own speaking voice and has backed out, decided to not give up his, you know, secrets, and... <laughs> Those secrets he's holding, you know, near and dear. Uh, Jerry, how did you do you um, last week?
1: I finished two and three. Um,
0: and what did you say it was going to be? What did you tell uh, everybody? I predict,
1: I, early on, I predicted an zero and five. Um, had a lot of fantasy or er, a lot of line classics and uh, ended up beating you in one league. That was really the only league I thought I had a chance in. And then I had another one that I won too because Chase really. But the, some of the other performances were some of the worst. They didn't even break double, triple digits in multiple leagues. It was a real rough week. Uh, bye weeks hit me hard this past week, along with injuries, and uh, I'm in a better spot this week in most leagues. So we'll see. It's been a tough year, tougher year for me than this year. Last year I was so hot, I was you know top three in every league. So it was uh, it, it's hard to repeat that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, my Sanctuary for Adult Men team is the maybe the worst team I've ever had. Um, one in five was lucky to get. I think it was week one I dominated. I was like, this is going to be easy. And haven't. I don't think I've broke 100 points since. So it's been tough. And there are some bad teams in that league. So me being in last really says something. Definitely takes a hit to my Yahoo ranking. Uh, which I hate seeing that negative red go down every week.
1: Yeah, uh, I dropped quite a bit these past two weeks, and that hurts.
0: Yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, I'm really licking my wounds in that one. There's not much I could do. Tried to s- trade CD Lamb, but there's, I don't think I can dig myself out of this hole. Um, I I'm can just losing,
1: but especially, uh, you know, I took the jump on Javante in the second early. and I mean, and then losing him, it absolutely crushed my team. It, yeah. it was so dependent on him breaking out this year. That losing yep. him. I mean, I got Daniel who Lee who's
2: helping, but the biggest thing with Javante for me was it was a high buy at the second round, even halfway through. But you were you were betting on that breakout, and and honestly, there was you know week one where it was just sheer volume on target shares, but you just I, I don't even think he would have done it this year. Yeah, that third trajectory, right? I was going to say the
0: Broncos were too bad. bad.
1: Yeah, their offense is yeah. absolutely horrendous right now. They don't know what they're doing. Just they're running terrible routes. It's just a mess.
0: Yeah, Hackett, I don't think Hackett it makes, makes it, it um, to, to next, next year. year. No. He might finish That's this sure. year, but. His offense, this offense is just, I mean, it's the worst the Broncos have looked with
2: this team. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, mean, I thought if Russ, Russ carries them, I thought that would have happened. He would have made it, but he's just, it's just not there. But anyway. Yeah,
0: with a whistle wuss needs to use his weapons. All right, so we'll jump right into the review of last week. You didn't think that the Thursday games could get worse than the the Colts and the Coes, but it did. The the Washington Durs and the Bears, horrible game. At least we got a touchdown, but just so boring all around. Wentz is going to be out at least a month. Good. Heineke is probably better. Um, I remember in our preseason shows, Jerry, you know, we were talking about Terry and all this, and, uh, I really wasn't sure that Wentz was a big upgrade on Heine. Now, yeah, he probably is in the big picture, but I- I'm, fantasy-wise, I no. Yeah, I, I read about, you know, I
1: seen Carson was out, and then, so I was looking at Heineke and our 2QB league and stuff, and it's funny, the write-up from Yahoo and him, they were just, they were really saying how horrible he is, which... I get he's not a star QB. He's definitely more of a backup, but he was serviceable there. You know, he had some games, and he was getting guys' points. Terry was okay, but the way they were depicting it, it was like all the
0: Washington players are off the board now. Yeah. I don't, I don't completely agree with that.
2: I don't either. I can see that being the opposite. Carson's a perpetual, hard hold the ball too long guy, yeah. and it, it obviously is a demise for their offense. Uh, I could see Heineke actually helping the offense get the ball out a one more, more quicker. Some of those weapons on the perimeter, but we'll see. Yeah, they did. I mean, they got plenty of offensive weapons
1: on that team. Absolutely. Acts. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, they really he are. There, like, even if he's just dinking and dunking, well, they've got a
2: lot of guys that are good at that type of play. That's so. my point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Especially yeah. when Logan yeah. Thomas, Thomas gets healthy. healthy. You know, I yeah. think it – I think it sets up well for potentially a, a rookie to come in next year and, and really hit the ground running.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see that.
0: Yeah. Uh, 49ers, Falcons. I doubt anybody really saw this one coming. Um, Niners are such a weird team because they got playmakers, they got the coaching. They just don't show up sometimes. Debo is confusing. Ayuk goes off this game for two tuts out of nowhere. They finally start using Kittle again. Uh, I think he had, like, seven or eight targets. I don't know. It's just an odd team. The defense looked good up until Mariota just shreds them. So, are these Falcons for real? I think Len, you know, mentioned that on the pick show last week. It's weird because Pitts and London aren't even getting that much work, but they're winning games. Right.
2: They control the clock a lot. They play solid defense. Uh, Arthur Smith, I mean, look what he did for Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah, that's true. I
2: don't know. Are they... I think if they can minimize the mistakes the division definitely way down
1: they, they could be for real I mean we'll see There's a lot of season left but we'll see yeah I, I think Mariota just had I mean he had a really good week so it was kind of I, and, and you're right like the 49ers sometimes it seems like they don't show up which is odd cause, they leave stinkers for sure yeah, yeah. yeah you know the yeah, yeah, next week they could play they play uh, I think they play Kansas City this week yeah oh, the QTS like on bro. You know, I could see them sneaking out a win somehow, something like yeah. that, and you'd be like, who is
0: this team, you know? It's yep. just like yep. the Ravens of the NFC. You know, they underachieve every other week, and you look at the power rankings come Tuesday, and they're still a top-10 team, for whatever reason, people think. Yep. And I'm just kind of yep. sick of that, to be honest with you, because neither of them are playing like it. Lamar's doing everything he can, but he has nobody to play with, and a, a coach who... Cannot close a game out. Don't get me started on Harbaugh again.
2: He's He's been so spoiled with Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker alone has saved his, honestly, his last three years. Yep. He mean so many clutch kicks at the end of games. Yeah. Tucker's the man. One
1: of the best ever. Yep.
0: Yeah. Pats beat down the Browns. Uh, it seemed like this one was kind of over from the start. Bailey Zappi looked good, went for over 300 yards. Two tutters. Tyquan Thornton, a rookie, made some plays. It was a popular pickup this week. I don't know. The, the Browns were cruising for a little bit. They, you know, they find themselves two and four now. Watson will be back, I think, week twelve 11, or thirteen. 12, he has eleven week
2: suspension. So yeah, week
0: twelve. Yeah, and I don't know when their bye is, but some, you know, after eleven games, we'll put it that way. So, Patriots are putting thirty eight points on the board, and the Browns' defense was. Pretty good on paper coming into this year, but they were down. Denzel Ward, uh, Garrett hurt that shoulder that he uh, messed up in the car accident. So, you know, they're not doing great. Kareem Hunt, an enormous disappointment so far this year. And, and Chubb's, I think, first big down game.
1: Yeah, yeah, He's been on fire the last four weeks. So.
0: Jets take care of business against the Packers. Uh, these Jets are rolling, man. Robert Sala, he got the receipts. He's rolling them out now. He's trying to read them verbatim. <laughs> To everybody, and there's a lot of them. So I like Robert Saul a lot. Uh, I can't seem to really believe in this Jets team, but they got good weapons. Uh, the defense seems to be showing up. Sauce is just the man. So he's everything as advertised. And Williams Williams playing
2: really well too. Yeah. yeah. He's got them playing very physical. Yeah. That's that's what I. They, every time I turn the game on, there's just pads popping. There's guys getting crushed.
0: So. And Mike LaFleur, drawing up these plays, he looks like a genius right now. Yeah, possibly one of the best play callers in the league at this point. Uh, I don't know if people just weren't aware of him. Uh, you know, it just seems like nobody's ready for anything creative, and they're just blowing by people. So, Jets looking good. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say a threat to the Bills in that division, but they jumped the Dolphins. You know, Patriots. Uh, three they're and three. Way right now. Yeah, they're, get it yeah, they're, they're getting, getting it done, and they, they play, play Yeah, they play the, Broncos, the, the Broncos. Oh, the Coes, that's right, yeah.
2: They usually we'll
0: win. We'll see if Little Wussel plays. You know, he's got a, he's hammy, got a now. hammy now. right? Yeah, yeah. hammy and, with, and
1: that, his lateral muscle or whatever, too.
0: You think that every game that he just plays like shit, he'll have a new pulled muscle the next day that he can blame it on? Absolutely. Yeah, because in the media, he's like, like you know, injuries aren't excuses. Well, why bring up your injuries then, Russ? Because that's exactly what you just did and you tried to make <laughs> it's an excuse. Okay, we'll How
1: convenient. Yeah. You know, okay. that, that, he looked great that first. They looked so good that first he drive. He did. They finally spread them all around. And then after that, it was just like they went back to last week where it was just they couldn't do any. I mean, I
0: don't know, man. They're If they could play more like that first quarter, that first drive, Russ was 10 for 10. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And we'll talk more about the codes once we. We'll talk more about the codes once we get down to them. Uh, Colts beat the Jags 34-27. Jags handily beat the Colts earlier in the year, so Colts kind of uh, rounding into form here. Pittman getting a ton of the work now. Pierce looks great. I think Paris Campbell had like eleven targets, which is you know kind of out of nowhere. You know what happens when Taylor comes back? This team could be scary. You know, very very bad start to the year, but. I don't want to say Matt Ryan looks good, but he's certainly putting up some numbers the past few weeks.
1: Yeah, he was definitely – he was way better than a week. week. Yeah. And people forget that Taylor was pretty bad the first four or five weeks of last year too before they finally kind of got it figured out, and then he started to tear it up. So we could see that again. Now he got some more rest, get back from his injury. seems like their offense is starting to figure it out. Deion Jackson was the number one RB on the week, caught a million passes. Yeah, it's just whoever Steve picks up and puts in his lineup, guaranteed, <laughs> think would be the number one at that position
0: that week. Yeah, guaranteed. So, so get ready, ready for, for Lat and Melv to each have 100-plus and a tutter against the Jets this week. Because that's how the world works. It's Steve's world. We're, we're just living in it right now. We <laughs> are. Dolphins, interesting game. Uh, Skylar Thompson hurts, in quotes, his thumb uh, you know, I was texting, I think, Len before the game. Uh, and maybe it was Len. It was, could have been somebody else. Uh, but basically just thinking, like, you know, they talk about Skyler all week, and they say Teddy's healthy and he cleared the protocol. I wouldn't be surprised if he just starts. Well, he might as well have because he comes in. He throws for, like, 329 and two tuts. Looks good. Almost pulls it out. Um, they still a uh, lot of injuries around this. Two is back, though. Credit to the Vikings. I don't know if you guys saw, but the thermometers on the sidelines, the Dolphins have the cooling down, obviously, in South Florida, but it's like a 40-degree difference between benches, and that's how they outlasted the Bills. But uh, credit to the Vikings coming from the snowy north, uh, down and getting a sunburn and and pulling it out. And I thought Kirk played a good game, didn't really have a ton of numbers. Dalva looked good. Um, showing your boy Jefferson, he looked good. They just there wasn't a ton of work to go around.
2: Well, I will say that for the most part, they had him shut out. Uh, it it was it was frustrating to watch at first, and, and obviously he came alive. He had one big catch, I think, that opened it up. Um, no, that, that was the same with Dowell too. Like he didn't do anything the entire game.
0: Yeah, busted out that fifty yard touchdown and. Saved his day. Basically. Yeah. There was a lot of three and outs, uh, a lot of punts by the Vikings, a lot of punts on both sides, obviously, a lot of change of possession. So uh, that would have been nice for the Dolphins to sneak that one out. But, you know, I'm glad two is back. You say what you want about the situation, but I'm hoping for the best. Um, I don't know if you guys saw me outbid Lucas on on Tua this week, but I, I bid $18 on him because Kirk's on bye, and, and I might. You know, play him over Kirk the rest of the year. You never know with how that goes. But I was like, this is too much. Nobody bids high in this league. It, it, you know, it's just not going to happen. And Lucas come in with sixteen bucks, so I'm glad I did it. Um, wow! It, yeah, it was huge. Yeah. That that yeah. really paid off. And now he doesn't have a quarterback still. So
2: I had him that week. And I dropped him.
0: Yeah, I was happy you, you cut him loose, Sean. Appreciate that.
2: Uh, I didn't have a choice.
0: <laughs> Carr just keeps. Yeah, Derek Carr just keeps underperforming with, uh, you know, one of the best sets of weapons in the league. So I was just kind of sick of it. Um, so I'm guessing Lucas will probably snatch him up once he clears waivers, or, or try to at least.
2: Yeah, uh, I'd say so.
0: Bengals come in, they're down big to the Saints in the Bayou right off the bat, and uh, fight back and win 30 to 26. Burrow looked great, game of the year for Burrow. Chase back to his normal self, so. I think the worries might be out the window for them. Saints played way better than they should have. They were down M-Tom. They didn't have Olave. They didn't have Landry. They didn't have Jameis. And Taysom Hill really didn't do that much. So they put up 26 on a pretty stingy Bengals defense with barely anybody. You know, Taysom Hill and Kamara, and that's it. Marquez Calloway. Yeah. Jawan Johnson, Penn State alum, having a pretty, pretty sneakily good season. Uh, Ravens lose to the Giants. I did bet on the Giants in this one just because there's no reason they should have won because that's what happens. Um, <laughs> we'll say it again, Jerry. The Giants, the worst 5-1 team you've ever seen in your life. Like, How do they keep winning? My stroke jobs on Brian Dable are not stopping anytime soon. He's a hell of a football coach. Saquon looking great. Saquon crushed me when he slid at the goal line there in a couple leagues. That would have... That would have uh, really sent me over uh, over the um, the line to win both of both of my big matchups. But smart football play, Harbaugh just gets out coached again, or out himself. He, I don't know if he's got personal stuff on the mind, but he just does not seem to be managing a football game very well at all.
2: Yeah, I I mean it was a weird one to watch. I watched most of that game, uh, so I would say they pressed a lot in that game. Um. Boy, did they just? It was it was just strange. They they played like shit. They were not the normal Ravens that you normally watch. You got to give credit to the Giants. The Giants played them tough.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, and I know. Kenny Ken and Drake.
2: Lamar into a lot of stupid-
0: Drake had a good game. Um, I am very. Very high on Wandale the rest of the year. I've been waiting on Steve to drop him, and he just hasn't. I know. A guy that, you know, after he got drafted, I was fairly low on, and credit to Buzz, Yeah, you know, he's like, no, I like Wandale. So I went back and watched some tape, and, you know, it was pretty impressive, actually, Kentucky, the dual threat. So I like Wandale. I dropped Damian Harris for him in a – Superflex League just before the game last week, so I'm happy about that.
2: Yeah, I think you made right call there.
0: Well, Buccaneers lose to the Steelers like we all thought that they would because the Steelers win these stupid games. Pickett didn't look good. Trubisky didn't look good. Claypool came back, and it had to be a spiteful game just against me, I think. I took it personally. Um, but he had a really good game. It was against me, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: After I taught him all those routes last Okay, <laughs>
0: <time. laughs> <laughs> That's what it was, I remember. <laughs> Tom's pissed. Yelling at the line. Um, I don't know if you saw the little kid with the sign. It said, Tom, uh, tell Giselle I'm available or something like that. I did see that. Yeah, that was good. Pretty comical. So I still think the Bucks are contenders. They got to they gotta get it together. Yeah, they're healthy now. They're getting their left tackle back, I think, this week or next week. So. I think they're in a good spot to bounce back, and they have a very, very easy schedule the rest of the season. Uh, Panthers lose to the Rams. Rams tried to give it away. McCaffrey did everything he could. Uh, Huge game for McCaffrey. Best game of the year, I think. Henderson, in relief of the head case, Cam Akers, looked fairly serviceable. Uh, Certainly better than Akers has looked all year. Averaged about four yards a carry, which isn't great, um, but did find the end zone. A couple plays in pass protection and Henderson just laid some dudes out. So I think that's why they like him so much, and that's going to mean a lot of playing time, assuming they don't make a trade for McCaffrey or, uh, you know, Kyron Williams comes in and, and takes Kyron the job. Williams, I think
2: it's gonna I think it's going to be a sneaky play down the stretch. I really do. He's talented. I
0: hope so. Yeah. I snacked him in league. We'll see if you can hang on to him, Jerry, because I'll be ready to poach. <laughs> I tried to get him a week early while he was on bye. <laughs> yeah, I threw him into an IR spot in another league, so I'm I'm happy uh, about that. I'm just not in a
2: place. Yeah, I'm not in a place to pick him up. I obviously need a warm bodies. So. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: but I was still you, Jerry. I was still fairly impressed with uh, just what Henderson could do with the team being in shambles and the terrible offensive line. Yeah. So
2: all, their line is terrible. It's, it's horrible. Their number one problem.
0: Yeah, it's the bottom five line in the league pretty easily, I think. Yeah, it looks like Cam's pretty much done like we called weeks ago. We said, it's a matter matter time before McFay's done
1: with his shit. He's playing terrible. Yeah. He's a head case.
0: It's weird because reports came out that that Cam basically basically had a real attitude with his usage and basically said, like, if you're not going to use me, I don't want to be here. To say that to a team that went out on a limb for you, played you last year on a Super Bowl-winning team – When everybody was like, wow, this dude looks bad, you know, and stayed with you through the summer, gave you the shot to be the guy this year again, and you don't put forth the effort, like, fuck Cam Akers, honestly. He's kind of a joke. Get him out of here. Maybe it's a fresh start on another team, but, yeah, the funk house was all over this one. If Cam Akers passed your eye test, I suggest um, seeing an optometrist in the near future. Because he's been bad, he's not. He's never been good. Um, good. Cardinals lost to the Seahawks, another odd game. Gino didn't come through for me, but managed the game well. And I'll tell you what, Jerry K nine, he did it. The guy went off. Good. Looks so explosive. I'm. I mean, I jerk him regardless, but I'm super impressed with him. The way he's so shifty behind the line there, it's almost Le'Veon Bell esque, but not. Is hesitant, just makes the proper read when Lev would kind of dance back there a little bit, but uh, a smaller guy, crazy burst and and just super agile, gets super low to the ground. Uh, the sky's the limit for K-9 going forward. Yeah, I mean I can't say enough about him. He looks so good. Kyler, on the other hand, did not lost Hollywood. Uh, Nuke back this week. They made the trade for Robbie Anderson, obviously with the blow up on the sideline, so. Interesting to see how Robbie fits into those plans.
2: I think that'll be a slow progress. Um, yeah. They've already, uh, as already said, he's going to be a slow...
0: Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't see Nuke coming back and being anything near the old Nuke. Um, so I do think that was a good trade by you, Sean. Uh, I would have liked to get him, but I, I can't expect much more than like a low-end wide receiver, two at best at this point, unless those PEDs really did work.
2: You would have been fine. Given you rock, where you were at, yeah, a, a great wide receiver too, yeah. But he down the stretch last year too. He should, have done
1: it.
2: yeah, we'll
0: yeah. He's been wearing down. He's got fresh legs now, but again, did he need the PEDs? Like he's what? He's got to be thirty, right? He's close to it. If not,
2: um, this is either yeah. thirty or 30, thirty-one.
0: Yeah, he's got a lot of miles on him. A very good player. Um, we'll see what happens. So. Excited to see what he can do Thursday, actually. Uh, Bills beat the Chiefs. Basically a game that we all figured whoever has the ball last is going to win. That happened to be the Bills. Huge game. Probably the AFC Championship preview. Both both teams looked outstanding, I thought. Clyde, uh, maybe not as much right now. I thought Singletary looked great. Diggs, obviously. Elite. Uh, Kelsey does whatever he wanted to. Big blow-up game from Juju. Pumped to see that. Not saying that's going to continue, but there will be highs. There will probably be two more, maybe three more games like that this year, and then probably not much in between. That's just the nature of the Chiefs. But big thing that uh, – was that Weber pointed out to us, Jerry's, is that the Chiefs are making a little push to sign Odell Beckham whenever he's healthy. But I also I did – a lot of reading. Yeah, I also did see that they pushed back his timeline, so he won't even be ready for December. So, yeah. um,
2: no, I think they are saying mid-November to, to basically start practicing. So like you said, maybe 1st of December. Yeah. Christmas time to even be explosive.
0: They, they moved it back today, like this afternoon. They said I don't know if it was a setback or something else, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is. We'll see... I mean, it'd be great for them in the playoffs, probably, but I don't think he's going to factor into fantasy teams. So I'm definitely not going to waste a roster spot unless you get another little tidbit of news. Cowboys. I agree. Yeah, Cowboys didn't look great, obviously. Your Eagles, Sean, 6-0. and A lot of Eagles fans were getting on this pod, so I'm going to get out of your way. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your Eagles? I'm
2: going to be careful about the Eagles. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: want to jinx them. Trying to I'll set you do up do. for the jinx.
2: No, they're, they're playing really well right now. They are. They have a, they're a 6 and a team with a ton of room for improvement. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, second quarter, they have the record for most points scored ever in the second quarter, okay?
0: I just heard that on my way home. You know, I watch, yeah,
2: I, I, I watch every down. I will say this. They are dangerously bad close games. Dangerously bad. So, that being said... If Dak's there, do they win that game? I don't know. Um, they obviously made Cooper Rush look awful to start the game. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is obviously the key in health. Um, if their lines, both sides stay healthy. If A.J., who's just a freak, I know you're a big A.J. truther house, um, what an acquisition there that they made. Yeah. They basically fleeced Tennyson for him. Uh, but if Hurts continues an upward trajectory, he doesn't have to be special. Um, I think if he grows a little bit in the pocket they're going to be tough to beat they are they just have a lot of weapons but like mm. I said it's I'm not trying to say this is the case but I, I sometimes get the Arizona Cardinals vibes from last year where they started off really hot that's fair they had a lot of weapons and you know they, they played really well but do they make improvements where the 5-0 and oh gets better and they close games out we'll see if they don't on the stretch, good teams are going to beat you, and it's not sustainable in the playoffs, so we'll
0: see. The big difference I see just with that Cardinals team is that Philly has one of the best offensive lines I've seen in the past five, six years, and also a very good defense. And, and yeah,
2: that, That's my big key is health. Their health of
0: the yeah. offensive line is if they go down,
2: honestly, they... They drop off a major
0: tier. Well, I was scared team. last week when my Lotta went out because I think he's their best offensive lineman. He, he's a stud.
2: Yeah. He's a freak. Uh, they definitely found a diamond on
0: that one. but. Eagles look great, though, you know, rolling through. And lastly, the Coes get another primetime game. Barf. <laughs> Jeez, get out of primetime, <laughs> man. 19-16. Stop it. Dustin Hopkins wins on... One half of a leg, shredded his hamstring right off his ham bone, and gets it done. DraftKings made a lot of money last night, or Monday night, we'll say. They boosted Herbert over one touchdown, and everybody bet on it. And he didn't throw a touchdown for the first time since his rookie year. So people are not very pleased about that, but it's not DraftKings' fault. So boring game. Uh, hopefully Baggy's back this week Big Mike got completely Blanketed by Passer Tan Not really much else to say about the game Melv got benched Looked terrible, by the way As he has for a few years Eckler, uh, you know, a ton of targets I think the most targets he's ever had In his career A lot of dump offs. so you gotta think that rib injury Of Herbert's, you know, still Causing a lot of issues
2: I'd say t- it
0: yeah, I
1: mean, Broncos defense is
0: pretty elite too. It's very good. That's it is. That extremely frustrating. If they just had half an offense,
1: they'd be winning these games. But they can't score any points.
2: Yeah, I,
0: I did, did think that Lat had, had a little bit of juice. You know, he he looked yeah. running hard, and you know he hasn't yeah. been gotten much uh, work the past few years. So you know, he looked good for the Ravens last year. He looked good for the Saints in his one performance when Kamara was out, and, and I thought he looked pretty good. He's definitely better than Melv at this point. Um, Neither looks spectacular, but and with the um, attitude that Melv has, he might find himself on a different team, uh, you know, in the next coming week. So we'll see about that.
2: Saying the Mel, the Mel for for Cam Acres, straight up is a thing.
0: I mean, (laughs) why not? Why not, but you're... Yeah, I mean, I don't know which one I'd prefer to have. I feel like that's such a lateral I don't move. I do anymore about my <laughs> I'd rather not. You can get get and, and take scam day. acres, Jerry. <laughs> Please don't. No. All right. That'll wrap up our review week six, and we'll hear a little word from our sponsor. When your family is real hungry,
1: not believe. Special state delivery from your friends in Naples. Happy in Naples, you'll be happy have, have in Naples. You'll be happy, in Naples. Get some sweet we wings and some pepperoni when you're real hungry with your family in Naples. Stromboli me get some
0: Italian cuisine in Big ups to uh, Napoli's Pizzeria, Dubois, Pennsylvania. Sean, you're a Du resident. Something I ask everybody that comes on. What is your favorite thing to get from Naples?
2: Uh, believe it or not, it is not on the uh ZA menu. It is their boneless hot ranch wings.
0: Ooh, okay. Special. Boneless Boys. Little chicken nuggies. They're very good. I'm a boneless guy. I am not afraid to say it. You know, not at all. I like them both. So,
2: hot hot ranch.
0: Yeah. Both wings are, uh, you know, probably the most popular answer that we get from there. I'm not sure what I would say. Probably a sweet sauce pizza, but they make a lot of good stuff. Oh, that's
2: really good. Yeah. One of my. uh my other, uh, their buffalo chicken strumble is really good
0: too. All right, so we're going to jump into the fantasy Funkhouse Stock Exchange. So, I'm going to do a little uh, financial talk here and see what you're buying, what you're selling, what you're holding. Big news of last week: Rumbling Ramondre, huge game, huge week. Damian Harris is out at least another game, probably another two or three games, Sean, as a Ramondre manager, you got to like seeing that, obviously, but do you think this can continue after Harris gets healthy and you think he's become the, the 1A to Harris's 1B or just the 1 in general?
2: He, so listen, I am in two, two leagues. I'm a huge Ramondre truther. I definitely believe in the talent. I think he's there. He's shown it. And down the stretch last year, he was awesome. Why they keep going to Harris? Harris is actually not a bad player. Let's not forget that sheer volume, 100%, will be an RB one. What tier RB one? I would say top ten if, if he stays healthy and Harris is out. Um, if Harris comes back, they're going to share time. They're just that's just what they do. They're going to do it, and honestly, it's it's a hair puller because Montgomery will also get healthy here shortly, and it'll be a major football coin. The next three weeks, definitely stock up. I'm, I'm a big Ramondre guy. I agree. I think he's got
1: uh, a lot of opportunity these next few weeks. He's looked great in the opportunities he's had. I'm not sure what their schedule looks like coming up and how that goes, but uh, Ramondre I think is a great player. Interested to see what they are. if they're just gonna plug Mac Jones right back in the way he's, at, he's been playing, so.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. We'll see what Bill, Bill Check has up his sleeve. They have a favorable schedule coming up. They play. Uh, they just play Cleveland. They play Chicago, who has a bad run defense. They do play the Jets, and then they play Indianapolis, who also has a bad run defense. Yeah. Nice. We can buy. We can buy.
0: So. We'll see if Shaq Leonard comes back for that, but even so, a, a pretty rough run defense. Uh, Ramondre, I don't have any shares of him. I wanted some. It was just he got taken before I was comfortable. And I like Damian Harris, personally. I think they're both really good running backs, and what a tandem they have. So, if you're a Pats fan, you got to be pumped about that going forward, especially with a couple young quarterbacks you can kind of choose between. I do think they eventually go back to Mac just because of the draft capital, but Bailey Zappi's bread has looked very good, I think, uh, for a fifth, sixth-round rookie uh, from a small school. You know Thornton coming into his own last week, so they got a nice young team there. Bill might be might be really Bill doing something, so yep. I'll buy Ramondre, but there's no chance anybody's selling, so it's not worth really yep. really talking about. So, uh, Sean, you got one for us,
2: Travis EDM. I've held on him pretty steady all year. Uh, I took him where you would expect around the third round for most drafts. Uh, Sorry, fourth round, but that was where he was going, going shares were. Um, I've held on him tight in our league. Personally, I've had a lot of people ask me about him. Uh, He's also in one of those timeshares, but let's be real, he's the best player in that offense, probably. Uh, He doesn't see enough time and enough share, but this past week, he definitely should sign. So. ETN are you buying or are you selling on him?
0: I'm going to buy the ETN ETF because the snaps just keep rising. Uh, if, you, if you look at his touches and yardage per week, uh, they're going up, 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 up. He's had over 100 yards the last two weeks. Um, it's the big reason why I wanted to get him off you, Sean. Uh, uh-huh. In the backdoor G- dealing. Yeah, in the Javante deal. I think we talked about that or maybe it was Jeff's. I can't remember. I know we talked about ETN at one point. Yeah, um,
2: scenarios
0: we did yeah, yeah, this was when he was not looking good he's looked very good the past few weeks I put a nice uh, fat bit on him in another league where I well, I put one on K9 for all my money and didn't get him uh, so I settled for ETN but I like him going forward obviously he's got the chemistry with Lawrence you know we're pretty big pro Jim Robinson guys here uh, in the living room in the Funk House but there's still room for ETN, and, and I'm buying. Um, it's
1: tough for me. I haven't followed ETN as much just because I don't have any shares of him. From what you said there, Funkhauser, uh, he has multiple 100-yard games. His touches are going up each week. This team, is, see, I, I have Christian Kirk. He, his targets have dropped dramatically the past few weeks since he started out. It seems maybe the team might be transitioning to more of like a, a two-headed monster with Robinson and ETN. So uh, – just from those stats, I'll, I'll buy. Uh, looks, it seems like he's trending upward, and uh, he's finally getting comfortable in that offense. We know he's got talent. He's just finally starting to figure it all out now. I got one. I'm ready. Go ahead, Jerry. All right. Um, early in our, our preseason shows, we were both real high on this guy. Um, he was the tight end three last year. Uh, Seem to even be in a better situation Coming into this season with Mari Mark Cooper moving on
0: Coopy uh, <laughs> And uh, Poopy Coopy <laughs> He was uh, Dalton
1: Schultz, he was a uh, surprise inactive The other night uh, Is Schultz someone that are, are you holding on to him Hoping he turns it around Or is he, are you dropping him In uh, a thin tight end position
0: Yeah I'm, I'm holding and Kingsley,
1: him is, And Kingsley wants to know
0: Alright KJ I'm going to hold him strictly because Potential and like you said The position is tough If you got the roster spot Buy weeks are coming If you can't afford it Cut him loose He's definitely better when Dak is on the field Just because of that chemistry that they've developed I'm not necessarily buying him But I'm not cutting him uh, I'm going to try to hold him as much as he can I do think I have one share of Schultz I do think I'm probably going to start Taysom Hill over him tomorrow night just because of the lack of weaponry on uh, the Saints, but also first game back with Dak. I don't like that he was an inactive last week, especially since they took him off the injury report. That was very puzzling for me. I don't understand. Maybe they just want to be safe with him, but I'm going to hold yeah, on to him. That was very odd because
1: it came out of nowhere. I mean, if you were – I – I have him in multiple leagues, and, you know, I already planned that he... I wasn't putting him in my lineup regardless if he was playing or not, just because he, he's not been playing well. But, yeah, for him to just out of nowhere, he was supposed to be playing and then inactive, kind of concerning. But we'll
2: see how it turns around. With Dak coming back, that'll certainly help. Yeah, I'm definitely holding him, too. Um, I, I don't think you can sell on him yet. And we all know the potential's there. Dak is obviously probably the number one cog to that key. You have to have Dak on the field for him to, to be what he's going to be. I think he's definitely a, uh, definitely going to be a top
0: ten tight end down the stretch for sure. All right. I'll hold my stock. Hold him. Hold him if you got him. All right. I got one here for us. And we're going to talk. Nuke Hopkins. So we mentioned him a little bit before. What do you guys think production will be like? Sean, I know you said it would probably be a solid wide receiver too. I think you're probably right there. What happens if he comes out tomorrow and just looks flat, you know, slow? He's not going to be slow because he's a fast individual, obviously, but just doesn't have the juice that he used to. Maybe the chemistry is off with Kyler. I am not sure if you're allowed to practice when you're suspended. I don't think that you are. I think the week before you can come back and practice, so I think that he was last week. I could be wrong about that, but –
2: You're right. Last week they officially made him active. Yeah. So he was allowed to partake in team activities.
0: So, Hollywood obviously got hurt. So, Nukes, the unquestioned number one are, uh, you know, the boss, Mr. Just Right, came on last week and said, you know, Hollywood's probably going to be the number one going forward. Well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. And I do think he probably would have been right, because they, they were kind of on another level with that mind meld going back to Oklahoma. But... They signed Robbie Anderson. I don't think that's going to hurt Nuke, obviously, but I think Zach Ertz's stock is safe. And this Cardinals team can't catch a break. Kingsbury said he's willing to give up play-calling duties if that means they'll win. That's kind of what he was brought here to do. I guess it's an open-ended Cardinals question of do you believe in Kyler? Do you think Nuke can come in and, and kind of... Be the bookend that he needs. You know, he strictly, pretty much, plays on the left side. He has like 430 snaps on the left side and like 30 on the right. So, if the, you know, if you're looking to lock him up, if you got like a Satan or, uh, you know, one of them lockdown guys, Sauce, you could probably contain Nuke. I don't want to say easily, but efficiently.
2: He's not a move around on the field guy. He's definitely, like you said, he's locked on one side of the field. And that's where he makes his money. I'm obviously, I just sold on him. Uh, my circumstances were a little rough, so I didn't really have a choice. But what I sold for was what I needed, right? Um, I needed a warm body. Really, I potentially got a first-round pick back, but that's not going to happen with everybody. Um, Newt could end up being a smash player, but time to run, he could be a league winner, you know? Uh, a little bit of rust to be expected. We just talked about this. he's probably 30, 31 years old. We should probably look that up. But um, I think Kyler and him have a huge repertoire and, and relationship as well. So I, I think you're going to see solid wide receiver two numbers down the stretch. Listen, we it, it could be father time and we could be way off. They're, they're just – there's something going on in Arizona right now. I do not see Cliff making it another year. I don't. 30
0: years on the number. There you go. Yeah. But I'm going to – I am feel like I'm defending
1: DeAndre Hopkins right here in my living room right now trying to do this podcast with <laughs> KJ running routes against me. I'm a little higher on uh, Hopkins than you both are. Um, I think he comes back, uh, especially with this Marquise Brown injury, and I think he's going to light it up uh, Thursday. Kyler's going to pepper him with the ball. I don't know that it continues. I specifically think this week he's going to smash it home. But uh, I really do uh, I like him this week specifically because of the Marquise Brown situation and because he already knows the playbook. It's not like he's coming into a new situation. This is his team. Uh, He had lots of time to rid himself of the PEDs that were slowing him down. Now he's a pure, (laughs) fruitful adult man
2: that will uh,
0: produce. Lattimore, Lattimore was, was declared out, too, too. so that's, that's only gonna going to help his cause.
2: Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: You yeah. saw what Jamar Chase did against them last true. True. week. Yeah, that's true. I
2: How about Brandon Ayuk?
0: i got to jump in here just because, because I have a really good pun, and I'm going to say I think that that might have been a Brandon I fluke. <laughs> so we'll see. Typically, he has not had good chemistry with Garoppolo. If you look – at his scores. The one came on somewhat of a broken play. Ike's a good player, so it could continue, but the the Niners are kind of a mess and I think they try to get back to what they know best and that's a lot of run in the football, a lot of Debo Samuel, a lot of George Kittle, especially with Garoppolo in the fold. And rumors that they could go after McCaffrey. I as a McCaffrey manager, I'm not sure I like that because I'm not sure he's the workhorse. There that he is in Carolina still, but I think he could be more efficient. I'm not really an Elijah Mitchell believer by any means, so I think it could be a two to three headed monster there. Regardless, I don't, I, I just don't know if there's enough meat on the bone for Ayuk to um, consistently produce. So he's had some bad weeks, some really really bad weeks this year. So I would probably try to sell high while I can and, and see what you can come up with. I That's what I that. do too.
2: I, I would try and sell. I agree. I fluke. Um,
1: he'll <laughs> he'll have a few games like that the rest of the season, but he's not going to be consistent enough of a guy to count on. I think he's more of a you know a flex, hope and pray uh, type of guy. Um, but I was burnt by Yuke, so I kind of hold a grudge against him. But he really hasn't done anything to really turn my head the other way either. No.
2: His number count this year is 6, 11, 12, 7, 8, and 28. Yeah, so terrible. So the, the, the funny part with that is I think like four of those weeks, he had 10-plus targets. Yeah. And to only pulled 6,
0: 7, 8. I mean – Yeah, and, I mean, that happened with uh, Debo the week before. He had nine targets, two catches. So maybe it's a Garoppolo issue. I mean, you know, maybe he's got to knock the rust off. You know, he had that shoulder – and obviously coming in for Lance, yeah.
1: I think just him and Jimmy G don't really have chemistry, you know. They've, yeah, they've been playing together for a little while now, think it would
0: He's a vertical downfield receiver, and that's not the quarterback that Garoppolo is. That's why I fluke was hyped up for Trey Lance because he's more of a, a vertical passer. So I think there'll be a couple splash games like this, but to be able to start him confidently every week, no, not not for me. I got one here, Jerry, I know you're a Dylan guy, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, are we worried about both, I almost cut Dylan today instead of Brian Robinson because I needed to pick up a tight end, I am very upset with Dylan. I don't know what to think, I just think, you know, I've said it probably a month straight on the pot. I don't think the Packers are very good, the only reason that they get hyped up in the power rankings is because of Aaron Rodgers. They can't do anything on offense. They really can't. I think Lafleur just doesn't really know how to use the guys that he has. What Christian Watson's hurt. They can't use him. Dobbs's role has—I don't want to say diminished, but it slowly went down. They just lost Randy Cobb. Uh, I think Bob, Big Bob Tunyon, had like twelve targets last week. So with Cobb out, he's probably going to see a lot of those intermediate targets. I know Sammy Washkins was activated. Today we'll see if he plays, but you know, what do you guys think of this Packers backfield and how confident are you are you, are you starting them? I am
2: not confident. Um, I have no shares in either. I really can't say much with some of my records, but the offense is very predictable at this point. They have no downfield anything to open up, so really you're going to get keyed in on, and their offensive line has been abysmal. Yeah, um, and was supposed to be one of their strengths. So their their line play, running, and playing good defense was supposed to be a strength. They're another team. They just seem off this year. They're not. None of that has worked out. Um, it seems like they're like in this crossroads thing where they just don't know what they want to do. Once again, they're they're one of those teams where we just count on them being, and this year they're just not. They, something's off. And listen, not everybody's Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is going to face Father Tom here soon, so uh, I I I don't I'm not I'm not buying. Listen, if I had shares in both, I don't think I'm dropping them yet. Uh, running backs are too hard to come by, and at that level, I would say hold for a couple more weeks. But I am not buying, and I'm, I'm not selling yet. But I would hang on.
0: Yeah, I'm a little more yeah, bullish on Jones, Jones. I think, think but, but worried about both. Jerry.
1: Yeah, I have uh, multiple shares of Dylan. Really, was really big on him this year coming in. I expected Jones to get a lot more, like, passing work, maybe move him outside a little bit, uh, put him in the slot, and uh, or just, you know, seeing both backs on the field together, uh, which we have seen some of that, but I don't know. They don't seem to be, the play calling doesn't seem to be, like you said, it seems to be, very predictable right now. It's like this every week we're seeing the same things. Teams aren't respecting the pass game. So the receivers haven't played well. Um, I do like Tanyan moving forward. uh, I think he's going to get peppered with targets. I'm certainly concerned. I'm not dropping him yet. I can't in certain situations. I'm going to have to play him and just hope for a touch that he applause his way into the end zone. But... I do feel like this is a team that will get better as the season goes. Dylan's one of those guys that gets better as the year goes on. He's a big bruiser, and those are the guys that, you know, second half of the year usually start to pan out. But we'll have to see. I'm holding now. Uh, Maybe hope for a big game, maybe try and sell high, but you have to hold right now. I don't think he's completely droppable yet with what other options are out there.
0: Yeah, I I agree, and I know we were both pretty high on on both these backs here, Jerry. So it's disappointing. I still have high hopes for Jones, just because you know the negative game narrative in the past game. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm not
1: quite as worried about Jones as I am Dylan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So I think we'll wrap up the stock exchange here, and we'll get into the. Smashes of the week, brought to you by none other than our featured sponsor, Burger Daddy Food Truck. So, little update with Burger Daddy. First of all, we got Brandon coming on the pod the week after next, I believe that's November 2nd. So, very much looking forward to that. Uh, next Saturday, the 29th, they are at the Winery at Wilcox at Dubois from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, that Might do it for the year, they're kind of up in the air right now So we'll talk to Brandon when he comes on in a couple weeks Excited to have him coming on So Saturday the 29th at the winery Go on down and get a smash burger Talk to the man himself about his smashes when he comes on the pod So we'll get right into it Uh, We had two guests last week You know, We had uh, the boss himself, Mr. Just Right, come on Help himself he's always got the invite He's got the permalink to the meeting room Because he's the the Guy in charge of the living room so he jumped in Gave us a couple smashes um, He has What Jerry and I have decided Is the quarterback smash Of the year so far with Joey Burrow Down in the bayou Three passing tuts 300 yards and then 25 in the ground and a rushing touch. So shame on me for benching him biggest blunder of my season so far, Mike with a great smash. That's really the only smash he could claim. Uh, He had his boy Tony P down in Dallas go 11 for 44 and two catches. And George Pickens, 3 for 27. A rough game for everybody but really Claypool there. And then Taysom Hill at tight end with just 39 rush yards and a couple pass attempts. Nothing to really write home about. So... If you're going to get one smash, you might as well get the smash of the year. Uh, We also had Dr. Manhattan on the show. Uh, Happy to get Doc from the Big Apple. He had a couple cop-outs, I will say, on the smashes. Uh, Pick some top-shelf guys that, um, you know, we try to shy away from because they're cheat codes. Uh, Pat Mahomes, 338-2 in the air to throw two picks and then 21 rush yards. Um, McCaffrey, 69 on the ground, and then seven catches for 89 yards. Huge game. Without a touchdown, doesn't matter if you're calf. Big Mike in L.A., blanketed by Pat Sertan, one for 17. So he did nothing. And then Will Disley rounding out the tight end. I like how he went Mahomes and McCaffrey, and then be like, you know what, I'll go Mike Williams. I'll meet him in the middle. And then picked Will Disley for his tight end, so – Disley's had some good weeks, but Disley went one for 12. So Billy gets two smashes, but they're kind of fake smashes. Uh, yeah. You know, first time on the pod, you know, we'll, we'll give him a break. Uh, mine last week, I had two good ones, I thought. First of all, Geno Smith, terrible smash. No tuts, under 200 grounds. He did have 48 on the ground, under 200 in the air, excuse me. K-9, my guy, 97. On, I said he was going to get 100 and a tut. He got 97 on the ground and a tut, and then two catches for 13 yards. So very pleased with him. If you're a K-9 owner going forward, be excited because I don't think it's stopping. Um, Chris Godwin, 6 for 95 for a, a solid 15 points right at the smash threshold. Got to love that in a, in a down game for the Bucks, And then Hunter Hurst. Hayden Helmsley, three for 21, not much there. So I'll take two smashes. Jerry, how'd you make out?
1: Um, okay. Uh, not great at the uh, QB position. I had Kyler Murray. He put up 14 fantasy points. He had he went 23 for 37 for 222 yards. Uh, no passing touchdowns. Uh, the crazy thing, he did go 10 for 100 on the ground, so he had a huge day rushing. Yeah. But he threw a pick, and he lost a fumble. Uh, It was a tough week for Arizona. He only ended up with 14 fantasy points, so no smash there. At running back, I had Fournette. Uh, He had a great game. He was RB5 on the week. He rushed 21 times for 63 yards, and he had six catches for 38 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Gave him 21 points on the day. This is the third week in a row he's gotten 20-plus touches, and he's getting all kinds of targets, too. He's he's the whole offense right now. It's crazy. He's been a PPR machine, and uh, I don't I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Uh, he's Tom's guy right now. Uh, he's he's a solid RB one. So it's a great smash there. Uh, I had, uh, AJ Brown. He had 17 points last week. Nice. Uh, went five for eight for 67 and a touchdown. Wide receiver eleven on the week. Huge. A lot of lot of big wide receiver games this week too. Uh, so he was a smash. Uh, he had a buy this week. And Joku is who had a tight end. He went three for six for 58. So. He got eight points on the week, uh, which is his fourth consecutive week with fifty plus yards. Not his best performance, but still seeing a lot of targets at the position. I'm still considering him a low tight end one. He was tight end seventeen on the week. It was a crazy big week for tight ends. Actually,
2: fifteen tight ends with double digit performances.
0: Wow, that's so wild. All
2: of them seem to come off the of waivers too. Did yeah, you see the ones that all were all waiver wire pickups. Right,
1: yeah. Henry. Yep, yeah, I had Henry. No, I'm no, no, game. It was crazy. Yep. Yeah. Doctor don't call. let don't let uh don't let our producer White Snake know. He'll start stacking them on his team again.
0: <laughs> oh, God. So I'll take two smashes there. in Joku. Uh, what's the threshold for tight end? I think we said twelve, right? Twelve.
1: yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Or top five at the position. Right. So, uh, we are going to go back and tally uh the smashes per week uh for us and the guests. So in the coming weeks we'll have a kind of tally of of what we got so far. So let's jump into Smashes for this week. And, Sean, why don't you start us off at quarterback?
2: I'm going to take this one uh, a swing here. I'm going to go for Matty Ice versus Tennessee.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, Round round two with Tennessee, first time you played him, he absolutely lit him up. Um, He's coming off a hot start. I like a lot of things you said earlier, Matt and Jerry, about some of the things starting to kind of come together for them. This could absolutely crumble for me. He could do one of his thirteen for thirty-five for a buck thirty, no touchdown. <laughs> so, but with that being said, I'm going with Matty Ice this week. I think he's going to have a really solid game. Um, I'm saying QB eight, and actually, I picked him up on waivers this week, and I'm going to play him over
0: Russell Wilson. Why not? <laughs> yeah, hey, you can't get worse than Russ, right? That's now. That's the smartest move you made all year, Sean. <laughs>
2: yeah, I appreciate that. smartest move. How
0: about it? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, what do you got? Uh, uh, I'm going for a somewhat risky pick, too.
1: I say Uh I'm going with Dak. First game back, he plays the Lions, whose defense has given up a ton of points. Their offenses look good, putting up points so that it's put them in these high-score contests, which is good for any offensive players, of course. The Dallas offense, I think they're getting healthier. As far as their skill players, you know, getting Gallup back, Schultz should be back this week. I would hope, and Dak, you know, has the chemistry with these guys. So I'm hoping for a big game out of him. I've been waiting on
0: him all year in multiple leagues. Da, 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 double smash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I had a feeling. I at home. I know
1: they they play Detroit. It's, I want to say he's in Detroit. Let me check here.
0: I thought they were at home last week, but I don't. But they ended up being that was the game was decided. Dallas was at home, right? Yeah, yeah. I like
2: I like that call. I think that they were in Detroit. Detroit has been a tough league to play. I know a lot of teams are putting up points, but they're.
0: Uh, I like that. I like that call. Yeah, I just think the matchup's too good. You know, like you said, yeah. first game back. I think Dak gets it done. Um, we'll see what happens. We will move into running backs. And I got two guys here that I really want to smash, but the rule is you get one, and I'm going right back to the drawing board, and it's going to be two weeks in a row, and Ken Walker is going to wow. do it again. He's just going to do it again. can you do so that? I just did it. I'm the host, and I just did it. So, Wow. Ken Walker. Yeah, Seattle. Playing the Chargers. Very beatable run defense, uh, which is surprising why they didn't give Mel more touches on Monday night, so... I'm pretty excited for K nine. As long as the Chargers don't, you know, get out to like a big early lead, I, I think he gets it done. I think he's three down back. You know, he out snapped D J Dallas. Like, I think Dallas had two touches. So two touches. It, it was it was very apparent who they want to get the rock to. And Pete loves him, mm-hmm. and he's gonna get it done. I'm gonna say it again, over a hundred yards on the ground and a tutter. Love it. Okay. Jerry,
1: uh, I have your team here, Mr. Raheem Mostert.
0: Okay.
1: was okay. supposed to come back this week.
0: Raheem must start. <laughs> he,
1: uh, I think they're going to want to ease to the back in, uh, so they're going to d- design a lot of more underneath stuff. I think uh, he'll be doing a lot of dump offs to Mostert, and screens, try and get the ball out of his hands quick, not put him at any risk. He was limited with a knee issue today, but that's most hurts deal. He's going to be hurt every <laughs> week. He's going to be questionable. That's what he does. Uh, but I could really see him having a nice day. Uh, they play the Steelers. Uh, no Watt there, of course.
0: I'll take uh, I'll take a shot at Moster. I like it. Productions. I mean, up until last week, the the past few weeks, the production's been there. They're slowly phasing yes. out uh, Edmonds. So, Sean, who you got at running back? I
2: have. Most are listed here. Um, one favorable matchup, uh, positive game script. So that that was my go-to there. I'm going to take uh, one of my guys. I'm taking Travis Etienne, Mr. Stock Up. I think he is a home run away on every every carry, every every catch. This one's a little bit more pulling because I, I didn't think you were going to take Raheem there, Jerry. But uh, I think Etienne continues his stretch here with um, his hundred yards ish uh, scrimmage yards. But I think this week he gets in the end zone against the New York Giants, and that's going to be the difference maker. I see uh, his 15 turn it into a 21 this week. So that's my smash running back for the week.
0: I'm starting with you, Sean, so I'm, I'm banking on that as well. Why don't you uh, get us a wide receiver here?
2: I'm taking my man uh, T. Higgins this week.
0: That's a good
2: uh, one. So I know he's coming off the ankle injury, but – The big thing with his matchup is they're playing in Atlanta. You're going to see AJ probably shadow Chase quite a bit. I think that's his big thing is he likes to shadow number one receiver. And it seems like they have this trend where Chase goes off one week and then T follows him and goes off a week. So he has had a lot of targets uh, last week coming off the ankle injury. And I know they were down. He actually had ten plus targets last week, and actually pulled out a pretty decent game, considering
0: where where he was at in the week. Where I didn't think I was going to be able to start him. So AJ Terrell, really Terrell left the game last week, so I'm not sure of his status now, but um, I know he didn't return, so he might even get could, bummed down to the third cornerback. That
2: yeah, that that could be massive. Yeah. Um, if if Terrell's not playing, then that 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 makes it even better for my smash. So I'm saying eight catches, bucks <laughs> twenty.
0: Ooh, that's a big line. I like it. We like big lines around here, Jerry.
2: Uh, I'm going to take another guy in
1: his first week back,
0: Mr. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. Um, already alluded
2: to this a little bit. New smash.
1: <laughs> you know, he's returning after this six-week P.D. suspension. You know, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but the Cardinals. You know, Marquise Brown's going to miss some time. Hopkins already knows the offense. I really think he has a nice return game. Gonna say uh, he was gonna score a touchdown, he goes like seven for eighty and a touchdown
0: would be a nice game for him fantasy wise. Okay. That's a nice that's a nice game, yeah. For some reason in my head for nuke, I had six for sixty-five. Um I don't know. It's just sticking out to me. So that's my prediction. But a good smash, good matchup. Lattimore is out. I am gonna go a little bit more out on a limb here. And I'm going to take a guy. I know you're going to be happy to hear this. And, uh, Sean, it's going to coincide with your smash, a quarterback. I'm going to take Big Al Pierce. And he's really been getting it done lately. Uh, it's been looking super good. Uh, that tandem with Pittman, I-, I think that's maybe why the team's kind of turned it around because those two play really well together. Pittman's got a lot of underneath stuff. Uh, Pierce is seeing uh, a lot of stuff over the top, but but still gets a lot of those out routes. I, I like what he's doing. Uh, I really do. I wish I would have got a little piece of him. So I think Pierce gets it done. I'm going to say five for 85 and a tut. I love that. I like I'm that. A, I think big out Pierce
1: guy. Yeah, I got him in two leagues. I got him in a dynasty league. Drafted him. I was real excited to get him. Yeah, he's starting to come into his own now. I mean, Pittman are looking good. He's
0: quick, that Pierce, man. Yeah, he, he is. He looks
2: he, he great. He's a big kid, there. too.
0: He, he is. is. Yeah, a yeah. big kid. Yeah, so uh, we'll round it out with tight ends here, and I'm going to go back to a guy I mentioned earlier who's getting a lot more work the last few weeks in a team that's struggling, George Brittle. I think he's going to have seven catches for somewhere around 80 yards. Probably no touchdown, but I think Kittle gets it done. Jerry?
1: I'm going to take another guy coming off a big week here, uh, Robert Tanyan. Packers offense, we talked about a little bit already. They're struggling quite
0: a bit. Tony and Harden. <laughs> yeah,
1: watch the kneecaps. But <laughs> uh, Rodgers, he didn't have many options to throw to this week, so he peppered Tawny he went 10 for 12. He's had you – know, I don't want to try and chase points here because, I mean, he's only had 20 targets leading up to last week to where he got 12. Uh, but Cobb out and the other issues they're having, I think he's a, a good safety blanket for Rodgers, and Rodgers is big on him the trust with his guys. If he doesn't have the trust, he won't throw it to you. And uh, I think Tanya is one of the few guys he trusts right
0: now. Yeah, I agree with that. I picked him up uh, because Higby's on by in a four start. And if I had a winning record or, or was near the top, I probably would have omitted tight end this week, but I dropped Brian Robinson instead. I still think, I still think there are good days ahead for Brian Robinson, but needed a tight end and was surprised that nobody picked up Tanya on waivers. So Hoping for a big one. Shawnee, why don't you close us out on tight ends?
2: Am I allowed to pick someone from last week?
0: You can pick whoever you my, want.
2: My my tight end smasher this week is Mr. David Njoku. <laughs> Once again, uh, it, it's a real thing. I think he's finally turned the corner. Uh, I actually like it because of his matchup this week. The Ravens have given up 11-plus points to the tight ends in four of the six fantasy weeks this year. So... He is my smash pick for tight end. I'm calling it 4 for 40 and a touchdown to continue the trend of 11-plus points.
0: That's a nice smash. I like that. And the only rule that we have with smashes is you don't pick the top players and cheat, especially when they're on a roll. So we let the doctor off easy last week. But, yeah, I mean, I went K-9 two weeks in a row. So there's no rules in the living room here, especially in the funk house. So, yeah. That'll do it for week seven, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sean Benet, appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know we'll How's get your, your we'll get your brother on in a few weeks uh, if he remembers. Even you know he'll probably book another trip. He'll uh, blame it was never scheduled. Yeah, he'll blame everybody else for it too. Uh, this is in classic <laughs> classic Dave fashion. So I appreciate you guys having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll do it again definitely. Uh, Jerry and KJ, as always. And that'll close out the Funk House. So keep an eye out for, you know, we'll be dropping this probably Friday morning. I know the NFL Pick Show will want to get out before the game on Thursday. Uh, so follow us on Living Room Champs everywhere, LRC Pod on Twitter, and uh, send us an email. Let us know what you want to hear. All right.
1: Ask us some questions.